Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chat. It's been a minute. I'm Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, man? How are you enjoying summer so far? I'm loving it. It's been pretty hot the last couple of days, but no complaints from me. What about you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's beautiful. The days are long. So even though we're going to work, it doesn't feel like we're really missing anything, you know? So from that perspective, it's it's nice. Uh, it's enjoyable. Um, the world of pro wrestling is red hot as usual as well. But before that, before we get into any of that stuff, let's talk about this really quick, man. Chance, do you know how long it takes to hit the like and subscribe and the notify button? Half a second. Half a second. Absolutely. You're a smart man. Did someone tell you that or did you already know that? Just a quick guess. Awesome, brother, man. It only took you half a second to guess, right? Exactly. So everybody, it only takes half a second. So please use this information to like and subscribe and hit the notify buttons on all your apps or uh, social media platforms that we're on so you know what we're up to and what we're doing and what's coming up next in the world of sap and chats uh there are no excuses it's really simple it helps us out a lot it allows us allows us to create better content it allows us to do much more bigger things that we want to do uh, so yeah, like and subscribe, help us out, get the ball rolling, and uh, I promise you, nobody will be disappointed. Chance, man, we're going to talk wrestling, and I thought today we'd try something a little different. I didn't talk to you beforehand because I kind of wanted to just throw it out there and see what happens. Let's just talk wrestling, man. Yeah. Okay, so first thing I want to talk about is Mr. Steve Mongo McMichaels. Um, I just saw an article I was reading here. Uh, a photo of him most recently. ALS is no fucking joke. Oh no, dude, that was a big, strong man. He looks, you know, just like he's faded away. You're talking about the one in the hospital bed, there, right? Yeah, I, I, I it's recent, actually. It's, it's, um, it's, it's with, um, who's he with here? Mark Madden. Maybe it's Mark Madden or something. But uh, it's a more recent picture of him. He's at home, and I swear to you, he's uh, oh, dude, yeah, he's it's it's unfortunate, man. If anybody wants to take that, uh, just it's on Twitter at uh, my wrestling videos and pics at Mark's Wrestling One. You can see I'm that picture. Glad you brought him up for everybody that hasn't heard the podcast. Go to Rick Flair's podcast, it happened a few years ago, five or six years ago, and listen to the Steve Mongo Michael podcast with Rick Flair. It is absolutely cool. Amazing stories. Check it out, please. It's... Was it called Flair, Flair for the Gold? What if, was it Woo Nation before? Woo Nation is before the current rendition now. Yeah, so it was the, it was the first one he did. Okay, oh, okay, okay. I remember exactly what Flair called it, but if you, if you Google in or um, type in Rick Flair, Mark, or uh, Rick Flair, Mark Madden, Rick Flair, Mongo McMichael, yeah. it, it's gold. Oh, man. Yeah, no, he um I, I remember him. He he was in the WWE for a minute there as well when he was uh a part of that whole football player's angle. Was that WrestleMania? Was he in that? In the in the um Lawrence Battle Taylor. Royal? Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, he was alongside yeah. Lawrence Taylor, right? At eleven. Yeah. But uh he he ended up getting his uh I don't know if you call it a big break, but kind of where he stuck with WCW. Uh, he never really made it over this way. 
to the Federation. So one of the things that helped them in WCW is friends with all the boys, right? They love yeah. the tough guy and so many good stories about him. What do you think of him as a worker, though? I mean, honestly, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, no, he wasn't great. He wasn't great. I like his character. I like his style. I knew about his history. The '85 Bears, greatest defense of all time. So I knew he was a legit athlete. Was he a great pro wrestler? No, but I like his style. I liked uh, what he brought to the table. But in ring work wasn't very good. No, I hate to say it. I love the guy, but but it, it's it's an example of a man who's able. I mean, unless you know what you're really watching and really paying attention and really, you know, astute, I guess you could say, about what you're looking at and, and critical of it. Uh, he, he really covered it up really well with his personality and his promo work and whatnot, right? So, I mean, yeah, he was definitely a good hype man that covered up all the flaws. Yeah, good charisma. And, yeah. Um, that's sad what's happening to him. It's too bad. Yeah, I know. It's really unfortunate. Um, something else that came across my page to earlier today. Have you ever heard of Jordan Grace? No, I never have. Who's that? Okay, so she's a female wrestler. Uh, she was a former Impact Knockouts World Champion at one point. Like, this girl's pretty big. She's got, you know, she's yeah. big in stature. Not not portly or anything. She's she's built. She, she's, like, muscle-bound. Okay. Um, Apparently she 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 tweeted out something really really bad about Chris Benoit. Eh? Did you hear about well, it? I've heard about this, but I've never heard of her. What, I didn't know exactly what she said. What did she say roughly? Okay, well I'm looking at it here right now. It's just kind of she, she starts off by saying this is going to be the coldest take I ever tweeted on this on this app. I already know people are going to be mad. I don't think Benoit could a hundred percent hung with most of the present day best wrestlers. He wouldn't be able to remember the matches. Also, may he burn in hell. Amen. Wow, I don't even know why she needs to bring that up. Um, yeah, no, it just um weird. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. This could be very much the case of someone trying to get some attention on the platforms and who easier to go after than a dead man. So she was saying that Ben Walk couldn't hang with today's current wrestlers. Yeah, like the top guys, basically. Uh, I don't think Benoit could 100% hang with most of the present best, present day best wrestlers. He wouldn't be able to remember the matches because of his uh, CTE and stuff and whatnot. So she's poking fun at that as well, right? Well, he can, he can hang with it. I, obviously, he's not a good guy. He's a horrible guy. He was horrific. But if you're talking wrestling-wise, he'd hang with anybody right now. And no, 100%. More so. But you know, it, but she she comes back, eh? And now she's like, you know, because I guess people kind of got on her over it, yeah, and uh, and uh, so she she's uh, trying to do some work with the ALS now people, or sorry, the um, the CTE people working with them to kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. That's too bad. Uh, Chris Benoit copied his childhood hero, Dynamite Kid, there, and all that flying headbutt. My, I mean, you think about it back in those days, what did they, anybody know? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't know any better. Well, nobody did. I mean, they knew, but they didn't know. You know, that's the thing. I mean, again, it, it, it all kind of comes back to that whole where sciences catch up with the athletes, you know? Yeah. All these things have always been happening, but we come, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but I, I come from that generation of youth that were told that you know if you got a scraped knee just put some dirt on it mm. you know like that's that was as simple as it was like be be tough be strong 
I'm pretty sure while playing rugby and, and whatnot, I probably have been concussed once or twice in a game or even in a practice. I know for sure I had a concussion in a practice once, but, you know, what No, what do we know then? You'll be fine, walk it off. It's just a headache, no big deal, right? But that's the thing. We walked it off and it was no big deal. Yeah. So did injuries become more serious as, as we evolve or – have people just become weaker as we evolve? That's a good question. I think people are paying more attention to it now. We're back and they complain about it more. Like back in the day, it's, oh, you got a headache, you got bang, you had to walk it off. Uh, you'd be okay. And now there's more science behind it. They get tested more often to find these things earlier. Yeah. 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 No, no, for sure. They did the autopsy on Benoit's brain. He had a brain of what, like an 85 year old man or something they said? Well, but that's the thing, man. I mean, those bumps were serious bumps. I mean, when they when they put your head into the, you know, that that's one thing I don't see as often anymore. No one takes the head and puts it into the turnbuckle anymore. No, that's a good point. I never thought of that. Not really. No, maybe in the right. Indies, WWE. No, not even in the Indies. No one does that turnbuckle smash anymore. That's true. <laughs> Think about it. Somebody must be. Yeah, it's not prevalent anymore. That's for sure. It's not prevalent at all, really. I think the only thing prevalent from childhood wrestling, in my opinion, is the tag rope. Tag rope's still there, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. That's probably the purest thing of pro wrestling, in my opinion, is the tag rope. Yeah. Being there forever. Yeah, I know. And you know whose birthday it is today? Whose birthday is it today, Chance? Let's see if you can guess it. He's one of the greatest WWE superstars of all time, and he turned 45 years old. And he's still around the current product. Oh, Randy Orton? Nope, but something like that. He's still around? Probably the, top, the, the toughest man to ever enter the squared circle. Oh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's, it's Brock's birthday today. Yeah, he's 45. Right, right on, man. It was 13 years ago today that Brock Lesnar said, I believe in UFC, that he might go home and just get on top of his wife. Yeah, but he beat Frank Mirabel. <laughs> I have a Bud Light. Is that where you got your liking for Bud Light? No, I actually got it from going Seahawks games. They always uh, that. They really pushed that on you. They got the regular Bud too, but you always walk up and see those things of ice, you know. What's the Bud. difference? Bud Light? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I guess like real Coke, Diet Coke, I guess, sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Coke Zero. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, what, what do you got, man? Well, I was, I was speaking of Brock Lesnar, might as well segue segue into what he did on Raw last night. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, dominant as always, very Brock like. Uh, still, you know, still looks like he's having a good time. Looked like he got a little bit bigger to me. Yeah, he's beefing up a bit. People are you saying know? he watched that F. He watched the F five on notice. He didn't watch the F five on notice. That guy's just that damn heavy. He no, no, no. Him. He he did not botch it at all. I mean, I looked at that thing a couple times. I mean, the only there's no way. I don't care. Even Otis. And the physics alone, human weight is different than pushing muscle, exactly. right? You know this, right? So, I mean, even if Otis helped him with the propel, there's no way that he could flip him that way. He had to do it the way he did it. Yeah. And I think because he's, he's wearing cowboy boots. So it's not like he has the best balance on his heels, you know what I mean, on the mat. And I don't think I, – I, I personally don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just more of the way that the F5 works. He has to literally get him up higher, right? Like – Smaller guys like Cena, eh, smaller guys like Cena, fuck. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but you know what I mean? Guys like Cena and, and whatnot, 
they are strong enough and have the core strength to propel themselves up to allow him to get him over the side, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a two-person job. You can't do it alone. No. Right? So, and I'm surprised he took out um, Otis and Chad Gable. I'm not sure why they were there, why they... Well, it's turning out that Chad Gable and Otis, from what I've been watching over the last three weeks here with Theory, that they're kind of becoming his stooges in a sense. You know what I mean? Like they kind of come out and help him, kind of same way that Champa is kind of trying to link himself up to the Miz. Um, you know that was also pretty evident on Raw. I mean, you already saw it happening, but they kind of cemented it. Um, you know, it, it's. Um, I think they needed Brock to show something a little bit too, like, you know, that viciousness, because a lot of people aren't sold on this. I'll be honest. I don't think a lot of people are really sold on the match. Um, the casual fan is absolutely. Oh yeah, this is pretty fucking awesome. But for guys like myself and you, uh, more of the analytical minds of the game, so to speak. Um I think we're going to be in for a great finish, though. I think Theory's going to come out there and do something. No, I, you know, he keeps talking about it and whatnot. Uh, if he cashes in, it has to be like again. At the end of the day, just because the way he lost to Lashley, every if, if Theory somehow manages to win the title on on from at SummerSlam. It's very much like a Liv Morgan situation. Like she's going to fight Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam in a clean match, mind you, right? She will have no, by, by all storylines, by all character development, by everything that we know about these characters, there's no way Liv Morgan beats Ronda Rousey clean. One, two, three. No, that's true. There's no way that Austin Theory, sorry, Theory, beats. A healthy Roman Reigns at 100% or even 70% or Brock Lesnar what about in this, a rematch. What about this idea? They could really make SummerSlam Theory's night. He could beat Bobby Lashley, get the U.S. belt, and then cash in the money in the bank and potentially walk out of SummerSlam with the U.S. belt and the heavyweight belt. A la, a la Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, you know, that's possible. But then again... What are you doing to those three guys for this one guy? Guess they're making him a new John Cena, I guess. This is your chance, buddy. Run with but it. You're ramming it down everyone's throat. We talked about this before. It just it doesn't work. The concept doesn't work. It worked for us because we didn't have social media. We were told who we were supposed to like. And but then again, the business was still the business. A lot of it was still secret and we didn't know what was going on, right? I mean, the 90s changed everything. Um, but you're throwing away years and years of work by doing it that way. I'm not saying, I mean, at some point, Theory's going to have to cash in. I get it. But I don't think if you're building him the way you're trying to build him, I don't think it would hurt him if he didn't get the cash in. You know, he doesn't have to, but I just got a feeling like it's too obvious if Reigns just beats Lesnar again, right? Something's got to happen in this match. Maybe Lesnar wins. Maybe Lesnar clean. Pins him clean and walks out some some both belts. Yeah, yeah, and then that leads us right to summer or Survivor Series or something. You, you know what I mean? Theory, something like that. But the only thing is, I can see. Okay, look, the only way Theory wins this is if Lesnar beats Reigns. Yeah, that's the only way. 
that that would probably be the only way you can't you, yeah you know um that's just my thinking yeah but then so, where do you uh, go summer sign it's one of the big four so something's got to go down here i don't know what they're going to do with something well i i don't know either man i mean there's there's a lot going on i mean uh charlotte flair might be returning to SummerSlam in some capacity to interfere in that match okay with with uh viv and um ronda so well i mean she she went off to marry andrade right yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So she got married. She started her honeymoon. She hasn't been around since uh, WrestleMania Backlash, so she's been pretty much out of the picture June for almost two months now. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Bailey has been spotted at the Performance Center training, so that's a good sign. I can't wait for her to come back. Who was? Bailey. Okay. Love I like you. Bailey. I've always liked Bailey, man. She's a fucking awesome heel. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. She'll be coming up the main roster then soon. Oh, who Bailey? Yeah, Bailey was always there, bro. No, I mean after she's gonna come back. Oh, oh, oh. no, no, she's. They go to the performance center just to do their medicals and and whatnot. And um, who else? Hey, what do you think of Lacey Evans, man? Just pure heel now. Did you see any of that on SmackDown? I, did, yeah. I don't mind it. What about you? Well, it's kind of interesting. Again, it's kind of like you you have this character give a sob story week after week and. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, what what are we buying? What's this character going to be about, you know? Yeah. And then to completely do a 360 turn, which is like, you know, you threw all those vignettes away and all those promos away. Like, sometimes I wonder why they do the things they do with characters. And then just to kind of toss it away to basically make her what she was before she got pregnant and left. I guess they figured her other character wasn't working, so let's go back to this. Maybe it's more in a wheelhouse. Maybe she requested it. I don't know. I, I just, it, it's weird because A, okay, fine. The fans were booing her. I think this stems from Money in the Bank when she came out. Fans were kind of booing her. Yeah. You know, it kind of stems from that. But the funny thing is, it's just like all that. My point is, they, they do all this work basically to kind of throw it away. Again, it makes no sense. Like, instead of having budget cuts every second month, Pay attention to what you guys are actually producing to make it work. Fair enough. Maybe, like you said, the booing from Money in the Bank, when she was being a face, they realized, like, hey, you're a heel. People don't like you. Run with that, maybe. That was the mentality. I just feel like it's a waste of time, man. I mean, you basically are you basically are back to what you were before you left. Could have... Right? Street Profits going to walk up with the belts, finally. I think so. I think SummerSlam might be their time. I hope so. But that will be a telltale sign for me to kind of kind of another gauge for the main event, though. If yeah. the Usos, if the Usos drop the straps, will Roman drop the strap and the bloodline will be titleless in one night? Well, maybe. Well, here's a good question for you. Vince McMahon said you got the books. What would you do with the main event? How would you book it? How would I book the main event? Honestly, okay. Um, this will probably change a thirty thousand times after I say this, but off the top of my head, I it'd be a killer match. I think the only way to keep either one of these guys down, it would have to be one of the scaffoldings or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a prop will have to be used to keep the other guy pinned. Yeah. That would be the end of the match. Now that being said. 
would this happen in the ring or would it happen outside the ring? Because it can go anywhere. You can be, it's a, it's a last man standing match anywhere, right? It's just not in the ring. Yeah, I, I like the last man standing or the added element to that. Right. So, so the winner would be so-and-so. So then how would theory, in theory, be able to cash the money in the bank contract if the guy's not even in the ring? Well, ref, ref gets knocked down. He runs out, hits him in the head of the briefcase. That guy falls there. Both men are down, runs in for the pin. Could go that way. You know, ref's down. Well, no, 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 no. So you mean to tell me that whoever wins... Okay, so basically whoever wins the match would have to somehow get under... You know, uh, wins, I guess, standing there and then walks his way back to the ring while they're showing all the highlights, doing the the promo pack, the highlight package. Gets in the ring... And then theory comes out. I guess that'd probably be the only way, right? Do that, or you could do it. And both guys are fighting backstage somewhere, last man standing, and make guys. it a triple threat match or something. A triple yeah, threat, last man. That that fight's never happened, bro. Yeah, something like something's gonna happen like this. It's not gonna be just a regular standard Lesnar range match. Something no, I don't. Like I, I don't. I don't think you can have a three man last man standing match, right? No, no, no I don't think that. What What I mean is no. I'm just thinking outside of my head. Both guys are laid out on the ground. Theory gonna run out and say I'm cashing in, and he just picks up, he just pins, pins Reigns right there. One, two, three, walk. I don't even get a touch, bro. That's, that's the most I'm, logical. That's the most logical thing I can think. I, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. And that way he doesn't. Have wait, to wait, wait, wait. But he can't enter the match. The match is already in progress, though. He'd have to. It's only after the match, bro. He can't. Unless it was like a triple threat match or something, like if it did, if they didn't have the last man standing stipulation, he could join the match, and now become a triple threat match, the way Seth did it at WrestleMania. He couldn't just run out and say I'm cashing in right now. And both guys no, 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 no. He can't. He can only become part of the match, unless it's like a triple threat, right? Like, have you ever heard of a three man last man standing match? No, I haven't. Have they ever done that before? No, see, I don't think you can possibly do that. How would you do that? Two guys have to be knocked out for one guy standing? Yeah, that's true. Right? Unless he joins the match and it's they make it a triple triple threat less man standing match and he has the referee count them both out while he's standing there. Or like, like yeah, that could be or maybe Reigns or Lesnar gets the pin and he just kind of comes out, hits him in the head when they're already days. And... Yeah, or he tries to cover them, holds them down with something, like a ladder or something, and he sits on top of it so they can't get up. And both guys, you know, work together to push him off. Yeah. I don't know. See, you know what I mean? Like, it just... I think the only way he, he cashes in, based on the rules of pro wrestling, and, uh, you know, unless... Unless WWE decides to change the rules during the match, um, he he would have to cash it in once a winner is being decided, right? And then that would determine how he wants to do it. Now, if he takes a broken guy, yeah, maybe hit him with a briefcase, you know, a kick to the face, eight down. I don't think he is big enough to do his finisher on either one. I don't think so. Those are pretty heavy dudes. Maybe I'm yeah. Maybe Roman, but I mean, it would take a lot of help from both of them to do it. But because it's a last man standing match, you're forgetting one variable here. If the Usos... You think they're going to run out? Oh, they're going to probably run out a few times. Yeah. 
I mean, you got to make this, this yeah. like you said, this fight has to be really exciting, right? Well, no, that's the Survivor Series. You can see the bloodline versus Lesnar, Theory, and a couple other guys. Who knows how they can build off this? Uh, yeah, it's hard to say, but you're also forgetting after SummerSlam, there's that cast clash at the castle, too. Okay, there's that one. That's that pay-per-view, the next one that's coming from Wales in September. That'll be interesting. Hey, here's something interesting. So the last Money in the Bank and UFC 276 went head-to-head, -head, right? That's right, yep. It's happening again with SummerSlam. Well, there's UFC that night. Is it a pay-per-view or a fight night? No, UFC 77. 277? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it shows a lot of guts, shows a lot of courage, right? I guess they're saying this is where we're going to do it. If it's on the same night, so be it. Well, I mean, two different products, two different crowds, but I, I, I think it helps that WWE does most of their shit on Peacock and uh, the network, so it's kind of easier. I mean, that's only right, but but I, I think WWE's reach is greater worldwide than the UFC's. It is, yeah, globally it is. Right, uh, globally it is, right? So I mean, SummerSlam will trump 277 easily in my opinion globally yes absolutely. maybe maybe not north america but maybe north america who knows right close i mean you got ronda rousey and brock lesnar and riddle on the card it's hard you can't gauge wwe pay-per-views anymore you can't say oh two million buys one million buys because everything's on the network now, no, right? no 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 they can still gauge it they can tell who's watching what on peacock i mean to their own little system it's like the nielsen system back in the day right yeah, but it won't count for pay-per-views, though, right? Like, people are actually buying the UFC 277. That's why you just got a subscription to it. Uh, yeah, but there's some parts, I guess, some people still buy pay-per-views, so, bro. Yeah, some people don't have a network. Not have everyone has a network. No, that's true. Right? I mean, you can still buy them up here. Yep. Still an option for people if they want. Yeah, that's true. When I see, when I see $69.99, I'm like, fuck that. Well, yeah, if you got the if you got the network, fifteen dollars a month is well worth it. Even if you just watch one pay per view. Oh, pay -per -view. dude, it's fun. I, the network is fun. I mean, I don't watch it all the time. Obviously, I don't have the time. But there's just so much content there. There's so much good content, right? Um, old school wrestling. I mean, all the stuff that you know we watch as children and and whatnot old school like just like real wrestling i'm sorry not real wrestling but just that kind of stuff that we grew up on and loved yeah yeah man like there was never a question about seeing a dick murdoch in a speedo you know training uh wrestling kachi yeah kachi is uh another word for wrestling trunks i guess you could say um but there you, you know, go you got a lot of good stuff on there no no 100 percent so what else, man? What else do you got? SummerSlam is coming up. You got Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. Um, you got the Usos against the Street Profits with the guest referee that I know of so far. Um, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the Women's Championship, a rematch. Theory after Lashley for the US belt. Yeah, Theory versus Lashley. We got that one going as well. Uh, is there anything that I am missing? I bet you anything we're going to see Seth versus um uh bro uh riddle that'd be a good match i'd like to see that that'd be fun yeah and those guys had legitimate heat outside the ring too eh from back okay. in the day when when he first came there 
Yeah, apparently Riddle's that kind of guy, like you know, even Randy Orton was saying in uh in an interview that he's not in, unless you get to know him, you, you he's that kind of guy that most people want to hate. Well, he was mouthing off Lesnar a bit before he came in there, right? But it was he let mouthing him off, or that's just him and his personality. Like I, I, I tell you what I mean. Like there's this kid that I grew up with. I'm not going to say his name. I don't think he listens to the show, but regardless, uh, he had this kind of sitting face that looked like he was, you know, thinking some bad shit, or he was looking at you in a bad way. Yeah. But poor bastard, that was just his face. Like that's the way he looks. Yeah. Right. But if you don't know him and you walk into a room and see him, you know that. He's that kind of guy that gets punched in the face for no reason. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Right? You know, poor bastard. Like, you know, so, but but once I got to know him, you know, he, he's a really super nice guy. Same thing in this situation. Could be. Could be. Did you right. see that story Jericho um, repeated again that he uh, went face-to-face with Lesnar after Lesnar um, cut open Randy Orton with all those elbows? Remember that match? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was funny. Jericho was in the gorilla room and he went face-to-face with Lesnar. And, he, and Lesnar, I guess... Seen that supposedly according to Jericho, I don't know if you've seen that article that he put up on his website. I actually read, I heard it on his podcast. Yeah, he was talking about it again the other day, obviously trying to get attention. But he said that uh, Lesnar came to the curtains, uh, Jericho was in the gorilla position. Uh, he could tell that Jericho was mad, and basically Lesnar said, F you, what's your problem? You want to go? Obviously, Jericho would get absolutely killed. So he oh. just went face him. He's like, he's like, I thought about biting his nose. <laughs> what else you can do, right? And they had a little bit of a pushing match, and you know, Lesnar, uh, McMahon and Triple H just split him up. Ah, McMahon. Jericho well, crazy talks about you know he's gonna fight Goldberg. And these guys would crush this guy. Like he's a tough guy when there's 20 people that hold you back. But one on one, Goldberg and Lesnar would absolutely demolish. I think it's more of the visual for the voice. Yeah. To know that this guy's got my back. Yeah. Right now, he okay. Having all those guys around him, yes, saves him from getting a shot in the face. Yeah? But but if none of those guys stepped in and he took the shot, he'd still accept it on behalf of the person he was trying yeah, to defend. I get what he's doing. I get it. Right? You know, so so I mean from that perspective, yeah, he's taking on some big dogs there, man, behind the scenes to show that you know he's one of the guys and one of the boys. So I have to respect him for that, man. You can't really um we see what happens when CM Punk try to fight. You imagine Jericho doesn't even train what Lesnar would do to the guy. It wouldn't even be pretty, dude. No, I, I, it's a mismatch, man. It's a, that that's a, that's not even skill involved. That's just basically, whoa, boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Hulk smash. Yeah, pretty much. Right. That that's basically it. Um, McMahon, where do we start, or do we end, or do we even talk about the twelve allegations now? Is it twelve? I don't think it's twelve. A few. I heard that was like I don't know the number, but it's like four. Five. I think it's between eight and twelve, man. He paid a lot of hush money. Yeah, but it was all consensual affairs, right? Well, it's like the boss to the secretary. They did it consensual, like Jericho said. Even that he said it, it's not morally right, but it's not illegal. But that's um, the big issue. That's the dilemma, right? Like, okay, it's not morally right, but I mean, if he's not living with his wife. They've already been separated. Most of these indiscretions kind of happened after the fact. Maybe some happened during the fact. That's where it's morally improper. I understand mm-hmm. that. 
But you know what the thing is funny? It's a lot of the fake outrage. Uh, Disco said, Disco Fury said it best. This is fake outrage. People aren't even, they're just looking to take a shot at Vince as the king of the mountain. Nobody's actually mad that he cheated on his wife. People are just No saying, one's mad. It's not picking up fire at all. I mean, Vince is still sitting in creative. He's, he's playing it off like nothing happened. The question for you, like, I yeah. agree he should have done what he did. I get that. I'm not saying he should have, but there was mutual, consensual adults having sex. He paid him off to shut up, to go away, because he didn't want to deal with them. Here's your millions, go away, right? Here's the thing, though. These same internet people that are so mad at Vince McMahon, they won't watch WWE, are the same people that listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. We know what he did to his wife, you know? Share for Mike Tyson. Um, share for all these other kind of guys. They've done 100 times worse than Vince has ever done. It, it's, it's fake outrage to me. He should have done what he did, but it's a lot, 90% of the people that are outraged. It's total crap. How I see it. I, I think if he used his own money to pay them to be quiet or he used the WWE money. That's where he might get in some hot water. I think well, he's smart enough and his lawyers, whoever wrote up the NDAs, to use his own money. Well, I look at it this way. I mean, the fact that he's not even flinching, I mean, that could just be McMahon being McMahon. But the fact that he's not flinching and he's carrying on like nothing ever happened leads me to believe that he has nothing yeah. to and be worried about. about 80% of the votes. The voting power. So like, what did the board, 20% of the board want to get rid of him? He's 80% of the leader of the vote and say, screw you. Well, no, that's the thing, right? So I mean, he, he's not going to lose in any way. But um, The only way they could actually get to Vinny and actually hurt Vinny is if the advertisers started pulling their ads. Well, when Monday Night Raw and SmackDown don't draw the biggest rating for the entire week of all your broadcasts, then maybe I can see that being a problem for the networks. Yeah, so... I, I, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, if you think about it, networks like Fox, like, that are still on television. I mean, uh, do you think television will die in our lifetime? It's definitely going down. Everything's one subscription services now. Everything. Right? The concept of TV, what we grew up on, what I kind of still kind of watch on a daily basis. Um Will, will that even be a thing near the end? Probably not. Go away the CDs, man. Everything's on Spotify or Apple Music. I mean, nobody really buys CDs anymore unless you're like a hardcore fan of a certain band you want to hold. That's kind of funny. It's like I remember tapes were the thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, I was fucking surgical with the tape. Like it came down, like if we had to cut and splice and, you know, oh, the tape broke. I mean, those were real dilemmas back in the day, man. Like yeah, I had the whole fucking kit. Yeah, yeah, but then sometimes you'd have to cut the tape and reconnect it and, and you know, all that good stuff. And then CDs kind of came out of nowhere. But they, as fast as they came, I felt they left. They had a good 20-year run when they started coming out in the late 80s, early 90s when they caught on. Yeah, but, I mean, all this Apple stuff started in the early 2000s too, though, right? Like by 2005, 2006. So, I mean, CDs probably had a 15-year run. The only place you can get CDs, like they got a couple music stores in the mall. Walmart, they got a certain section of like just the popular people, stupid, like you know, Eminem or yeah. yeah. Well, there's a couple stores in the mall that uh, are strictly just music. Yeah, what's that place called? Sunrise Records. Sunrise Records. Yeah, actually, uh, there's a place across the street from work. It's a vinyl shop. It just opened up recently. I want to go in there and check it out and see what they got in there. It looks pretty cool. Well, Sunrise Records ain't bad. They got some cool, cool shirts in there, rap shirts, rock and roll shirts, whatever you want. Yeah, dude, they got a whole bunch of stuff in there. It's pretty cool. 
too. Like if you if you're a collector that you want a band or an artist that you like, you can get Frank Sinatra, Jay Z, whatever you want. No, for sure, man, for sure. There we go. All right, man. Listen, tell you what, let's uh, the sun is starting to set. We'll probably go out for a nice evening stroll before it's time to call it a night. Uh, Chance, what do you got, man? Do you have anything before we head out? Five, and since it's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time's birthday, let's do this one. Chance's top five, in your opinion, top five Brock Lesnar moments in WWE history, according to you. Uh, his debut when he came out, uh, I believe uh, Chavo Guerrero or was fighting some jobber. I can't remember who it was. But anyways, when Brock came out that first time, I had never seen this guy. This guy was just a monster. Uh, and with Paul Heyman, he came out with. Uh, so, like, that was probably a huge highlight. Um, that beating that he gave Cena when he came back after MMA and everything. Yeah, yeah. Where he completely, like, I, like, you know, you've seen squash matches, right? Yeah. But you've never seen a squash match against your top guy where your top guy got squashed, right? And yeah. Cena's done that twice, just to go off on a tangent. That was against Lesnar, and then he got squashed by Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? So it says a lot about that guy. We'll talk about him another time. But, yeah. That, that match that he had with um, John Cena, where he just beat the living tar out of him. Like, you're like, okay, enough. Stop. It's very reminiscent to Rock and the chair shots at, on Mick Foley at Royal Rumble. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, it's like after a while, you're like, okay, that's enough. Uh, that's two, right? Yeah. His debut, his match against that. The elbows against Orton only because you have it in my mind now. It's there and I'm just watching it over and yeah. over again. That was fucking sick. Number three would have to be when he did that star press, like the flip. The star, the, yeah, yeah, man. To see that live. Yeah. A man of that stature just jumping off of that. Oh my God. That was insane. And he hurt himself too, right? Huh? He hurt himself off of that one too, didn't he? Yeah. Himself, knock himself out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's three. Um, that's wow, that's four. Yeah, you got one more. One more. The current Brock wrestler run. You like I'm really enjoying it. I love it. I, I think it's a lot of fun. He's still a beast. He's still a oh, yeah. monster. But he's the kind of monster that you want to go and have ice cream with after. Yeah, yeah. He's having fun. He can see his face. Yeah, and I think that's probably my favorite Brock Lesnar moment right now would be the current run that he's on or starting again. You know, it's kind of just picking up from where he left off. Um, it, if Brock Lesnar's having fun, the character's going to have fun and that's going to really show in his work and whatnot. So, you know, I a part of me wants to see him win just for the fact that he'll stick around a little bit. But I don't know. Food for thought, everybody, man. Food for yes. thought. Good answers. That's good. Yeah, man. How about you? Uh, well, when I first got to see him live at WrestleMania 19 in person, that uh, when he ended the streak, nobody seen that coming. Um, I won't talk about UFC because we'll just keep this on wrestling, but that would obviously be on the UFC belt. I won't keep count that. Um, no count it. It's his birthday. He UFC to become the heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am unreal. For a guy who only had a two, who only had three fights, a few fights prior to that. Yeah, that's how to do that, right? We all seen what happened when CM Punk tried it. He couldn't even beat Jobbers. Lesnar's fighting the top of the top 
he told Dana White, I'm not fighting unless you give me the best of the best. Yeah. I respect that. His NFL combine numbers. So there's this guy called Mario Williams who was a defensive end. He was drafted number one. Brock Lesnar had better combine numbers than him. He bench pressed more and he ran faster and he jumped higher than him. 2003, 2004, when he tried out for the Vikings. Look, if people that don't know Chuck, Brock Lesnar's NFL combine numbers. He was crushing 225, like 17, 25 times or something like that. Well, he survived right to the last day, right? Dude, yeah, he, he was he was a beast out there, man. And um, that's if you imagine if he made the team, there maybe he would never have gone to the UFC. I know, yeah, man. What an athlete! Almost made the NFL, UFC champ, WWE champ, just everything he does, he dominates that. And um, NCAA champ, NCAA champ, unreal record, his win loss record is like I don't know the exact numbers, but it was like it's next level. Yeah, like hundred like two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then all of his matches that he had uh, Ray Mysterio, man. I just really enjoyed that big man, little man. They're working Him and Eddie. And Eddie, too. Yeah, you do a lot of good. So many hey, you know the funny thing is? He loved Eddie Guerrero. I can see that. It's not it's not an uncommon thing to hear other, about other wrestlers when it comes to Eddie Guerrero. But Brock, like, I mean, he lost his draft to him. Yeah. Right? You know? Match. Yeah, and, and Brock loved him. I mean, you, the stories that Batista and Brock Lesnar have told about, you know, the times with Eddie. Wow, I, I wish I could have met Eddie. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, those are, those are my five. So. Awesome, man. Happy birthday, Mr. Lesnar. There you go. Happy birthday, Mr. Lesnar. Big 45. Welcome to midlife. You're looking great. Um, all right, Chance Michaels, on that note, let's call this a night. Uh, on behalf of myself, Bobby Sampson, and in the words of the great ACDC, those who download, salute, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. Absolutely, we salute you. Again, remember, like and subscribe, guys. We will be back in a day or two with some boxing news and all the things that are kind of going on. Ryan Garcia is kind of coming up this weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, mixed reactions to that. Some people think he's got this. Other people think he doesn't. We'll talk about it and see where everyone's at. Lopez is fighting again here. Yeah, Lopez is coming up pretty soon as well. And uh, Jake Paul against Hasin Rockman Jr. I did. I did. I did. Um, this could be an interesting match. I like Jake Paul. You're fighting in slow motion. <laughs> what an entertainer. I like the Paul brothers. So. I tell you what, man. I, I know they're trying to sell the fight and whatnot. I mean, technically, Jake Paul cannot bet on his own fights. Yeah. That's why him and Eddie Hearn never completed the bet because you cannot bet on the fights you're promoting or you're involved in. No, you can. You can bet on if you're fighting. Mayweather bet on himself all the time. I, I really? Yeah, I think promoters can. Before he fought, when he got knocked out by uh, where he lost to Cambosa, he put a couple hundred grand on himself. If you're promoting the fight, like Bob Aram couldn't bet on Pacquiao versus Cotto, for example, because he could fix it or fix the judges. Well, that's what they were saying. So promoters can't blow. Exactly. You can't bet on. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so if, if Mayweather bets against himself and loses, then he could be in trouble, right? You gotta bet yourself to win. Okay, okay. But what if you so what if you win and you collect the money, they can't get mad at you? Maybe the other guy threw the fight and you're gonna split that big bag. Well they'll look into it, right? They'll look into it. There's only a certain amount you can put on it. Like, I don't know, maybe about a couple hundred grand on himself. They cap them at a certain point. It's like some at WrestleMania, you can bet on WrestleMania, but only like fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. You're not going to be able to bet ten grand on in case you got inside word who's winning. They cap it. 
fuck, man. For the most part, it's not hard to determine who's going to win in oh, WWE. Yeah, $50 bet. Some books take $75. Dude, very quickly. Sorry, before we leave here, guys, I forgot to ask you, what do you think of those um, mysterious and dark vignettes that they've been popping up? Yeah, who do you think? I have no idea. Who do you think that's going to be? It's going to be Edge or Wyatt. I'm thinking Wyatt. Because Edge is just around so recently, right? Well, he's Edge. already been gone a month. Maybe we get Wyatt at SummerSlam. Oh, fucking throw him in the mix somehow because he cost... He, he beat Reigns, right? Yeah. For the title. Who knows, right? There you go, last man saying you might see Wyatt come out and hit him. I hope it's Wyatt. I like his character. I like everything about him, so that'd be cool. Yeah. Interesting. All right, brother. On that note, in the words of Ed Whalen. In the meantime, and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone, enjoy the rest of the evening. Enjoy your day whenever you're listening to this. At the end of the day, all we ask is be safe, and we will talk to you guys soon. Adios, muchachos.